0: Ladies and gentlemen, children of every age denomination out there, this is the Cryptomaniacs Podcast. I'm John Go. That's a dog barking in the background. And then Taskmaster 4450, ladies and gentlemen. Let's check in on Task, see how his weekend was. Uh, the big question, man, did you survive the Red Day? What Red Day? <laughs> <laughs> well you know, you know we had to talk about it. I mean, you know. Uh yeah. It's it's like the elephant in the room. So
1: I, I mean, uh if I can, I'm going to poke some bears here and it's okay. like uh Okay. I I I you know me, I really don't pay attention to crypto. I just looked at GBTC and it's under 25 and only because I'm uh at some point I'll probably buy, buy and add to my uh, retirement fund, which GBTC, which for anybody who doesn't know, that's grayscale Bitcoin. Ah, yes. So it's the uh, it's a, a play, a way to play Bitcoin in the United States using retirement money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, uh, but oil got absolutely slaughtered yesterday, as did most commodities. And I've been watching lumber, which has been crashing. And, you know, that was the, Old argument that the inflationists were using. Oh my God, look at the price of oil, look at the price of commodities. So I guess now we're in deflation because they're crashing all over the place. I haven't seen what the market's been doing today, either right. commodities or equities. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's markets, they go up, they go down, and cryptocurrency, there's a lot of FUD, there's a lot of stupidity out there, if you ask me. And uh, you know there's talk about stable coins and regulation and all you know all of that has a bearing but at the end of the day i don't think the fud really does as much as i don't watch it but i'm sure if there's some listeners or, or viewers you know you look at the futures market and that's the big money and that's i mean that's what controls the gold market that's what controls silver so controlling bitcoin and ethereum is no problem for those people in my opinion you know? yeah the amount of money it would take them to move the market up or down is insignificant comparatively speaking
0: it's um again i guess i'm i'm in my little bubble cuz the only time i know of the price is like if I'm checking my wallet on Hive. <laughs>
1: yeah, or you're on Hive and then going through Leo Finance and every third yeah. article is about, you know, will Bitcoin get to 20 grand or whatever, right? The yeah, end is here, yeah. Yeah, I'm the same as you. It, it's it, Once in a while, I'll check out of observation uh, or I'll, if I'm in a mindset like I am now, where I'm looking at doing a little buying of a certain something, I'll keep checking the price and, right. and look at the charts to to maybe try to time things a little better. And, you know, if Bitcoin and I didn't look, I just looked at GBCC, I, I presume Bitcoin went below 30. Yeah. So it might have a, a push down to 25, which would push GBCC down, which would give me a little better entry point. But, you know.
0: It's well, I a mean, steal at this point. For me, I've I've been dollar cost averaging my entire crypto positions for years. So I usually do buy buys every Sunday night. Uh I think I just missed the dip. So I'm a little annoyed. <laughs> That's not not that the or, price is going down, but you know or
1: or or you could get by this Sunday. I mean, Bitcoin could conceivably be in the low 20s by then. I mean, who knows? Yeah. I, I dollar cost average every day on hive because yeah. every time there's a payout, I dollar cost average. Um hey, what's the price of HPD? Can you pull up your wallet or uh Can yeah,
0: you- just give me one second. It was ninety-five last I checked, but let's uh last
1: I checked it was ninety eight, but yeah, it, it keeps bouncing around a little bit.
0: Yeah, it is uh ninety-six nine, so, 90, so 97. 97.
1: Yeah. 97 when the market's crashing so yeah. that that's very interesting that the peg is somewhat held through this tremendous sell-off yeah so we we at least have that i don't want to say it's a confirmation but it seems to be a step in the right direction
0: yeah it is and i've been i've been stacking i mean uh i did i i had uh it's funny i had some some stable coins and this is uh, it's no slight on Nexo. Okay? I love Nexo. Nexo is where, you know, uh I have a chunk of my crypto in. But I also had uh a little bit of stablecoin. I had USDC inside of Nexo. And I was like, "You know what? It's just sitting there and yeah, I'm 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 getting 10%, you know, it's on Nexo. I'm getting 10%. So, but uh HBD. <laughs> so I went and took my, uh, my you know, I didn't have a lot. I, had, I think I had like 50 bucks or something USDC. Uh, I took it out and I brought it over and stuck it into hivings. Uh, hivings. Hivings. That's a new word. That's our new word of the day. Hivings. <laughs> savings and hive put together. Uh, yeah, man. Um, just stacking it up. So add added another 50 HBD to the savings and uh, 10%. So for me, it's like, okay, I'm not, I'm not winning anything because I'm still getting 10% on Nexo. But for me, it's 10% on Hive and that's 50 extra HBD that are stuck in savings now. And I'm getting 10%. Except, on by, it.
1: except so. by the beginning of September, it'll probably be up to 12% if I had to guess. And, and the other thing is, this yeah. is a very important point. Think about this. HBD is the safest token in defi because nexo is an application i i mean you're yeah. you're still you still have counter risk with nexo oh I yeah mean, uh, not your keys, we don't know who, we yeah. don't know who nexo is there is not going to be a rug pull with HBD. Yeah. It, it, it it's 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 like it, it's a token that's tied to the blockchain it's not on a side chain it's not on you know in somebody else's wallet it's it's in your wallet, your keys, yep. and there's no application tied to it. It's tied to the, the blockchain, basically. And every time you move it to savings, it's imprinted on the blockchain.
0: Yeah. Right there. So it's it's in the code. And it's it's so with and it's you just mentioned this all the, the potential regulations with stable coins and stuff. I mean Who's the government going to go after when it comes to Hive, right? Or, or the, are they... <laughs> the,
1: the same people Hive blockchain went after when they found out we were using yeah. their name. And yeah. uh they just kind of looked around and said, okay, who do we sue? And it's like, hmm. who do we send a cease and desist to?
0: Yeah, here, here's our what? mailing address, www.pissoff.com. Yeah, That's our... I
1: mean, you know, who are you going to send it to? I mean, maybe you could send it to Blocktrade, but trade says... I don't have it. I don't run hmm. that. It's not mine. I I run a node, but that's no big deal. And even if Block Trades took down Block Trades, is no, guess what? There's a bunch right. of other APIs and there's a bunch of other witnesses. So, you know, it, yeah, it hmm. it's all the regulation. I I wrote an article, and, and I I don't think I did it justice drawing the parallel. But here here's the parallel nexo is napster cub finance is napster all this other shit is napster Mm -hmm. napster you have something you can go after you can go after a url you can go after a company there's addresses that there's project teams there's all of that right with hbd and you can do that with usdc because that's um who who, who the hell is usdc that's coinbase isn't it No, uh, Cosmos, anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, they all have them, Tether, you know, there's a Tether Foundation, all this other stuff. HBD, as you pointed out, there's nobody to go after. So HBD Mm -hmm. is like file sharing. You can go after Napster, but you can't go after file sharing. You can go after Tether, you can go after USDC, but you can't go after HBD. You can write all the regulations you want. They might apply to Napster, but... It doesn't apply to file share because it's peer-to-peer. If yeah. I want to send you HPD, there's no third party involved with me sending you HPD. None. And then they could try to ban it from the centralized exchanges. The problem there is we have a cent- uh, our own internal exchange. Yeah. yeah. And you know, a DAX could always trade it. So Uniswap, well, that's on Ethereum, but you know, a, a DEX could trade it too. So yeah. They can't touch it. Can't touch this. Cue up the MC Hammer. Uh,
0: I, I like it. The MC Hammer reference on Tuesday morning. It's just just for the record, it is very bright and early here on the West Coast. Uh I, I scared task by saying we were gonna stream live at uh, this early. Well, it's okay for him because it's you know it's it's, oh, it's lunchtime. It? over it's, it's, it's eleven o'clock lunchtime. over there. You know, yeah. I'm I'm on the west coast here, man. I, I I the sun is just coming out. I thought I'd be all like, you know fancy today and I, I had my setup outside on the patio cuz it's sunny and nice but a little bit too windy in the morning so <clears throat> i had to i had to bring it in uh, but anyways um yeah man so I, I wanted to talk to you about this and it is an article i i did last night um i follow a whole bunch of content creators on hive and what happens is usually it goes beyond hive. So I'll follow people on Twitter, on Facebook, et cetera, et cetera, but also on noise cash. Cause I still mess with noise cash. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the guys that I've, I've followed and it's interesting cause I've known him for over a decade now. And I knew him way before he came to hive and he actually joined hive before I did uh, as Bitcoin flood. And he mm-hmm. put this little nugget out on um, <clears throat> noise cash last night And said, he doesn't understand people. Um, Like, we are trying to accumulate stuff. And I'm paraphrasing. He says, we're trying to accumulate stuff. But for some reason, when there's red days or dips in the markets, it's like listening to a pin drop on blockchain social media. Like, noise cash isn't as active. Hive Mm -hmm. isn't as active. Leo isn't as active. And I did this article last night. I was just like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's, and and I, I hope we could break this down again because, I, especially right now when markets are red and there's this sentiment like, oh, you know, again, here we go again, end is coming to hammer home why it's important now to be as active, if not even more so now when it's slow and I'm using a little ear quotes, than, you know, when everyone else is all excited and Elon is tweeting about, you know, crypto. Uh, why is it important, do you think, to be active now while everyone else is taking it easy?
1: Well, be, before we get to that, I think there's a more basic question. Why the fuck is this happening? Why, why are people stopping? Why, right. why are you so insane and out of touch with reality? because the reality is markets go up markets go down right so if you are going to enter the markets you have to accept that a part of the process just like you eat food you're going to have waste come out of your body if you are going to get in the markets markets will go up markets will go down it cannot be avoided right. so to sit there and say and get upset and to get emotionally torn up because the markets go down you're being a freaking child you do not belong in the markets because you're absolutely in fantasy land markets go up they go down look at every market back 150 years since there's been markets that's what Mm -hmm. happens now that said, doesn't mean you have to be an idiot and say, "Oh well, Mark goes down, no big deal." You should use sound money management. You should be only willing to lose what you can. You should have risk assessment. You should do all the things. If you use stop losses, that's fine. If you're a long-term holder like you or I, well, we're willing to weather the storm, and that and that's fine. If you're a trader, well, you you got to adhere to your rules.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So. Letting yourself get emotionally torn up because there's red days or green days. I mean, you know, even on the upside, getting super high because the markets are running and this is great. Well, it is great till mm. the markets stop running, which will happen at some point, and the bear sets in. Um, now, in terms of the why do these stop or or what's the point of stopping, you know as I just said, psychologically, you're allowed yourself to be controlled by the market and, and buy something that just happens naturally in the markets. And then the second thing is simple competition, simple statistical analysis, uh, numbers. I mean, if 100,000 people are posted on Hive and the dividend pool or the uh, reward pool, excuse me, is, you know, 500,000 Hive, or if there's five thousand right. posting right, on Hive right, right. and the reward pools five hundred thousand Hive, what do you think is going to be more available for the average? I mean, so obviously the less people posting, um, the more you can stand out, and the more you can accumulate, and the more each vote you get should be worth because you would think the number of votes cast are worth less or or are less, which means each one is worth more. Um, you know, it's. You and I are from the school, You know, show up every day, whether the market's red, whether the market's green, whether Bitcoin is is being shut down, whether the hash rate is up, down. We just show up and do what we do. We, mm. we post content, we make videos. So what the market did yesterday, fuck, who knows? What the market will do tomorrow, fuck, who knows? What did you do yesterday? You showed up, you made content, you posted content. What did I do yesterday? Same thing. What are we going to do tomorrow? We'll show up, we'll make content, we'll post content. Right. I, I mean, it, it doesn't change. And that's why, you know, people look at our accounts and, and say, Oh, you're so lucky. Screw you. I mean, it, it's been a lot of hard work and a lot of years and a lot of showing up on a lot of red days. You mm-hmm. and I went through the, you know, two month run up in 2017 and then the, you know, implosion in 2018 that ended up taking things down over 90%. Uh, And what did we do? We just kept showing up and, you know, we know a lot of people left the blockchain at that time. I mean, we know there were hundreds of thousands of accounts that people just vanished and many of them are still gone, but, you know, there's people like you and I, and they call me Dan and, and Starkers and agroad and, um, you know, the other Matt and block trades and, you know, a, a lot of other people that are, are Acidio, um, Bitcoin yep. flood. I mean, you know, we can go on and on and on about all the people who are still here. They show up every day and they do what they're experts at, Marky Mark, I mean, many of the witnesses. You know, and they just keep doing the same thing they do. They're building whatever they're building. They're running their witness notes. They're posting content. They're commenting. They're upvoting. You know, it doesn't change. Mm -hmm. And, you know, do you think a guy like Marky is affected by the price? I mean, if he's doing some trading, he's paying attention and swapping some stuff around. But, uh, you know, other than maybe, you know, the ROI he gets on his witness server, I don't know if Marky really gives – too much of a, a, a hoot about the price because Marky's doing the same thing every day that I'm um, STEM geeks. And, you know, with, with the people he's interacting with as as you and I are, we just mm-hmm. do what we do. You know, we make this video today, regardless of a red day yesterday, if the great, if the day was green yesterday, what do you think we'd be doing right now? A video.
0: Yeah. yeah still be, still be doing videos, still be doing content. um yeah. uh, the, the thing that I really when when this topic comes up and it comes up a lot the, the the big thing for me is sticking out and you know obviously the background that I have is is in online business and one of the first things you're taught in online business is consistency and of course speaking of consistency that's what Eliana just mentioned in in Periscope she's consistent um <laughs> but um yeah like uh Consistency is important because most people come and go in this stuff, just like you said. So when the price is down ninety percent, you know everyone starts disappearing. But sticking out is a lot harder to do when you're showing up once a month. But right now, when everyone is not showing up, this is the time you stick out when there's less people creating. So if you know regardless of your journey. I mean, we're not even talking about the fact that you're accumulating more crypto in the process, but let's just talk. If you're a content creator, uh, trying to build a business online, trying to build a brand online, whatever, whatever the, the win is that you're you've got less competition because most people aren't being consistent. That's the nugget. And that's why I think that little, Blurb from Bitcoin Flood hit me so much because it was like, this is like just like you said. What are you doing? Like what? What is you're making more, and it's easier for you to stick out.
1: I mean, it's uh, what 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 is not connecting up here, people. I, I there's another thing to this. You know, we we get some we've had a couple of the, the heavyweights, if you will, on blockchain on here and people, some people I've, I've seen say, Oh my God, how'd you get them? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you and I, I mean, we freely admit we're just two clowns here who get on zoom and, you know, we put together this little pro- show that is now a podcast just by posting on three speak, by the way. So we yes, have to mention yes. that. Um, For sure. but, um, the, you know we're known because not because either of us are sensational writers or we make this wonderful content or we're we're big names that are, are drawing all this attention uh, we get the that because you know you get as somebody like dan or matt um they see us around they've mm. seen us around for years they know we're dedicated to this thing they probably checked our accounts and see, you know, are they powering up their, their hive? or are they just uh, sending it all out? Um, you know, are they doing this every day? Are they sitting here just pitching and moaning and complaining? Or are they, you know, looking at the solution? Are they trying to make this place better? Do they get involved? And, you know, the people who do that, it's very easy to see who stands out. And the ones who just, you know, show up and consistently bitch about everything or show up once in a while to bitch about everything, you know, they just get overlooked because quite frankly, I'm going to ignore you too, as you will, because, you know, we don't have time for that. We don't believe in that. We, we see the potential here and it's going to take a lot of work and a lot of effort. And, you know, from online business, I mean, yes, you can occasionally have the magical, you just hit the right link at the right time and things take off. But, you know, that 99.99% of the time you're building a business, especially online, but even offline, it's just, you're just trudging along day by day, inch by inch clawing and scraping. And that's what it is. And, you know, as you were sharing, I was just thinking about my old field sales, your most successful people, the worst salespeople in the world for a sales manager to have is that superstar who can put up on obscene numbers Mm -hmm. once every six months. You know, he'll show up if the quote is 50,000 He'll show up with 500,000 Then doesn't do crap for six months. Right, you right, know, right. The, the best salespeople and the best companies have those salespeople that you don't know if they have a $100,000 a month going or if they have a zero month goal because they're doing the same thing. They go out, they do their calls, they do their marketing calls, they do their prospecting, they're doing their proposals. They're just doing the same thing in and out. And the consistency is, okay, your results may be bad this month, but the saying is if your activity is consistent, eventually the numbers will work in your favor and the sales will come because your activity is consistent as long as your approach is proper. But those who say, okay, I'll go out and make a bunch of calls this month, Then they don't make any calls six months later. You know, their pipeline's empty. So it's like the same thing in your field. If you're not getting your links out, if you're not creating your content, if you're not doing your your marketing, if you're not interacting, if you're not doing everything you need to do to build the business, you know, showing up once every couple months, you're not going to stand out. Not in a good way, at least. You might stand out if you throw hand grenades, but that's not going to get you the attention you want on a hive. And you know the way to stand out is have your name. I mean, Leo Market Talk. We've talked about this a number of times. There's people who are making some significant upvotes from me on their, you know, Leo content because I got a significant upvote, and I met them through Leo Market Talk, and they just kept showing up. I wouldn't have known their names otherwise. Exactly. And now mm-hmm. I see what they post. I read it. I follow them. I'll I'll, I'll upvote them. And now that we're getting into all this SEO stuff, if they're doing that, I'll give them even a bigger upvote. So they're getting some uh, nice rewards simply by showing up.
0: I'm going to bring this. I I love doing this. This is something I've done for years when it comes to, you know, online training and stuff. And I use this example. We're going to go with a sports analogy. You ready for this? Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. Here we go. The game of baseball. Okay. Got a question for everyone that's listening. Do you only get scores in the game of baseball by hitting home runs? No. There's actually multiple ways that you get and there's going to be a child that's going to join right there and she was she, was, <laughs> she just came over I was about to um yeah so how do you how do you get runs in in baseball games? It's not just home runs, it's singles, it's bloop singles, it's it's doubles, it's triples, it's walks, it's wild pitches. The mm. point I'm getting to is that you don't need to hit a home run every single time you're at bat. The key, though, is to keep showing up at bat, is to keep swinging. Because think about it now, or keep, keep going with this analogy here. The best paid baseball players on the planet only hit the ball about three times out of ten. So they strike out, they miss, they pop out, they seven times out of 10, they fail. Basically. The point is they keep getting into the batter's box. They keep taking swings. They keep showing up. They keep working on their craft They know, they're not going to hit a home run every single time, but they're going to take a swing. And that's what we got to do as content creators.
1: Well, and to be fair, we'll, we'll, do a little geopolitics here, since we had a Canadian using a baseball analogy. I yes, we'll an perfect. American using a hockey analogy. Oh, I, love we'll I love uh, it.
0: I love
1: it. I think anybody under probably sixty will agree with this statement: Wayne Gretzky was the greatest hockey player of all time. Some over sixty might have a little d- dispute with right, that. Right. They, yeah, they, they might say Gordie
0: Howe, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go with Wayne.
1: Board. <laughs> gordie Howe or maybe Bobby Orr right, um, yeah. gets thrown up. But um I mean, do you think Wayne Gretzky only did anything? Those I don't even what do they play? 81 games, 82 games, yeah, a, 82 year? games a year. Do, yeah. do you think he only like just 82 game days a year he did something with hockey? Right, or
0: right, do right. you
1: think he was practicing? Do you think he was working out? Do you think he did stuff during the offseason? You know even though it was the off season. Sure. I'm, uh, I, I would presume he maybe took a week or two weeks or something after the playoffs and he, you know, raised his team Stanley cup. Um, but you know, typically those guys, you know, a couple of weeks will they'll, they'll, they'll hang it up. Then they get right back at it. You know, they get out there skating, they get out there working out, they'll yep. you know, work on their shot, whatever. And, you know, Wayne Gretzky, yeah he had this enormous talent there there's no doubt about it but you know he wasn't the most physically gifted hockey player not at all not the fastest fastest, not the biggest he didn't have the hardest shot um but he had an awareness that i'm sure he had to watch a lot of hockey he had to study a lot of hockey he'd had to observe the games and it's the same thing with this it's You have to show up every day and work at your craft and get better. And I mentioned this SEO that was to help, you know, Leo finance get more organic traffic as you're, you're aware. And many of your listeners I'm sure are aware because they, they engage in that, but you know, there's no magical, Oh, well, we're going to write one article and this thing will be like at the top of Google. It's just a lot of little stuff. And a lot of, a lot of people doing a lot of little stuff, on a consistent basis that hopefully we can have a big difference a year, year and a half down the road. Well, Wayne Gretzky spent the first, you know, 15 years of his life honing his skills before he even, you know, played, got even close to a professional game,
0: right.
1: you know, yeah. and that's what we do and we get better and we get better and we get better. And like you said, we keep swinging and, you know, in hockey, <laughs> what, what do your scores do? They keep shooting. They yep. keep shooting, they keep shooting, they keep shooting. And sooner or later, that sucker is going to go in. And
0: and, and that's, the, that's the nugget. And that's what I really think people need to get. So, like, don't pay attention and, and to here's the a, price. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. And, oh, more well, analogies. Wait,
1: wait. No, same analogy, hockey. Okay. When? Here we go. We'll tie it back. When is it easier to score a goal? Right. Five on five or on the power play?
0: There you go. Oh, a lot, wow.
1: lot less. Good. There we go. See when the price drops and people go on the sidelines, then it's a power play, and you get out there, and the scorers they love the power play. Oh, they they start drooling because I mean, there's only four defenders.
0: Yep. See, see Why how we did four? that? You gotta I, love that. I love. So what we're what we're right now, what is happening, is that there's a power play going on for the content creators and the people trying to accumulate more hive right now. So the, the, the team we're playing against is the Fudsters. Uh, (laughs) they're, they're from, they're from wall street, uh, the Fudsters of wall street, Washington. Washington. Yeah. Um, we're on the power play and now is the time for us to get out there and create more and to be, and and I think
1: it's five on two. I mean, they, 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 they got a, they got a slew of people in the penalty box
0: oh yeah yeah, yeah for sure i for mean sure. it's
1: not even five on four right now i mean so many people have left the ice it's five on two you got the goalie and, and a defenseman and a winger
0: yeah 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 it's and again bringing it full circle no idea why people don't see this why and it's just it's literally i think i think people um, have the attention span of goldfish that's one thing but they the majority of people on the planet follow trends they follow yeah. you know what if 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 Elon's tweeting about it if if uh, Michael Saylor's making more bitcoin purchases if people are talking about it on CNBC i mean we follow trends so when oh it's doom and gloom what are we going to do we end up following that sentiment but we need to flip it, just like you said. We need to have the mentality that we're on a power play here. Now's the time to take advantage. The team is shorthanded. We're we got more players on the field now. So let's get out there and and take a couple swings. See, I went back to baseball. So
1: and, and, and for our listeners, uh, you know, maybe in Nigeria or South America or some of those places, that's for for you football fans what we call soccer that that's the equivalent of like half the team getting red cards just so you understand what right the yeah play is. like half yeah. the team got a red card and got kicked out
0: yeah yeah so now is the I, time I, I don't much- know
1: I stand by I think it's just the emotional people I've I've watched markets so long and I I see people get so especially in crypto they they just get they get so wrapped up emotionally in the price and it just affects them so much because yeah. they. They just allow the fear to, to end the greed when it's a, a bull market, but they just allow it. it there's no middle ground. It's, it's we're, we're either gonna be all Lambos or we're all going broke. And that's the mindset they, they buy into. And they just get, I've, I've seen people on Hive, man, they're just like depressed when the price goes down. I mean, they're not just, oh, shit, I'm losing a little money and laughing and say, oh, shit, the stock market's down 800 bucks. My portfolio is getting killed, you know, and laughing about it. These people are literally depressed. And it's like, what, what the hell? You think Bitcoin's going away? Yeah. Well, Bitcoin's down 60%. Who cares? It might be down 80% before it's done. But guess yeah. what? Then it'll start ripping, and it'll be up 100 percent because that's what Bitcoin does. Yeah.
0: you know it, it, it's funny. Um, you, you touched on this too uh, when we started about how HPD was probably it it, it held its peg pretty well, even everything was selling. Um, of course, I always <clears throat> love throwing things out on the Twitter sphere, uh, and uh, I I made this tweet yesterday because uh, Agro. Uh, tweeted out about splinterlands and yeah the entire markets were in the red uh everything was doom and gloom things were going to hell in a handbasket uh everyone that's got the splinterlands cards just sat there and smiled from ear to ear because i think my splinterlands cards actually went up in value yesterday fuck you mm-hmm you're welcome um why is that and why do you think you know Axie infinite and 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 splinterlands why are these things not only holding their own in these crazy markets but actually growing Uh, well i
1: i I don't know if you can equate an nft to just a regular you know currency cryptocurrency um but you know right now i i mean listen if you look at this crap as projects there's no doubt that, you know, when you you stop looking at everything as a token, you look at the project. Right. I mean, actually, Infinity is hot right now. Of course, their token price is down 50% from where it was. Now, their, their NFTs, the cards and, and the gaming pieces themselves may be up, but that comes from growth, as I've always right. said. You know, I, I get into these arguments about inflation. Screw your inflation. If your inflation's 200% a year, I don't care if you have 500% growth. Splinterlands right now has incredible growth from what I'm seeing. It's it's getting more popular. They're making mm. uh more games. Shout out to Neil Neil mcspatting um who put out a tremendous post about, you know, getting involved with Splinterlands, a, a kind of a how-to guide. Um so you know, you just get you get a winning team together, a, a team that's into development, a team that just day in and day out matt showing up and he's banging away a code and aggro's banging away doing the things that he's doing and over time the game is improving it's getting more people they're reaching out they're branching out and with more players i would presume simple supply and demand the value of your guys assets are going to appreciate because there's more people in the game more people playing, more people can utilize them. The fact that you can rent this stuff out now adds another layer to the value of them as a card holder, in my opinion. And, And as you mentioned in our last video, so, I mean, that's what it takes. And does that mean, you know, Splinterlands is, you know, defying the odds? No, Splinterlands is just a solid project that is growing. And people who are holding it are doing very well and being rewarded for their confidence over the years because it wasn't all rosy with Splinterlands. And they're, yeah. like anything else, there's trials and tribulations and you took a risk putting your money into these things. Um, so the games getting more popular. It's growth, but yeah. it, and it's also off the radar. It's, you know, the NFT. I mean, you know, deck isn't a big enough token But actually, Infinity's token caught a lot of attention. Now it's getting crushed just like the rest of the market. So if you're small and you're under the radar, your currency can do well. If you have NFTs, the NFTs are going to be based upon supply, demand, what they do in that game. And, you know, if you were trying to sell, if your NFTs were some digital art, they may be doing shitty.
0: Because on,
1: on all of that is bad. But you're in a hot game right now. And a game that I think will continue to be hot. So you're probably in a very good place. And for those in Splinterlands, my opinion, and it's just an opinion. There's a lot of room to run in that game and people who are involved in it are going to do very, very well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Eliana just said her card value doubled. Um, and she's not alone. I, uh, I was talking to a guy the other day he said he's got six figures worth of cards now. Um, over a hundred thousand dollars worth of nfts now and and the big thing
1: with that the big thing with that as with anything in wealth it's all good well and good to have six figures in 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 splinterlands cards if there's liquidity there and Mm -hmm. that's where the growth is going to come in that's where the incredible value is going to come in because then all of a sudden this guy with a hundred thousand dollars in cards if he can unload them in 10 or 15 minutes Now you got an incredible market. And uh, if he can do that, then his 100,000 cards is probably going to be worth a lot more like a quarter of a million because you just have such a big market that can easily eat that. So the more Splinterlands grows, the more marketing that is done, the more each person signs up. I did see a tweet by the account or maybe it was by Edward. I don't even remember if the account's uh, tweeting anymore. But um, it talked about You know, the number, total number of Splinterlands accounts, I think, is going to reach 125,000. Yeah,
0: that was accurate. Yeah.
1: And the number Mm -hmm. of of players on a monthly average is like 20,000 or something. And for a blockchain game, that's very, very impressive.
0: Mm -hmm. Very
1: impressive.
0: I I think the the things that are coming is what's really exciting for people. So, one thing, the Untamed Pack sold out, which Bumped all the prices of all the, the, the cards that are in that Untamed Pack set. They went up, but you still got SPS coming. That's big, right? You got lands coming, which is big. But to put the, the ribbon on top of just like you mentioned, you can rent these cards out now in the game. You could always do it on third-party stuff, like Peak Monsters yeah. and stuff. But the fact that it's in the game now, So you got people that are speculating, like me, speculating on the future potential of this stuff, but we don't need to just sit there and look at our NFT and look at, oh, look at that, oh, look at, no, we can actually put our cards to use now and make a little bit of money each and every day from renting them out. And I put one of my gold foil legendary cards up, this thing retails for $1,700, I put it up for rent, I'm getting paid every single day now. Mm-hmm. Um Mr. Kelly said there's 10,000 active daily users right now. That's That's Yeah I I crazy. think
1: I I think what um aggro put up was a monthly user so yeah. you know <clears throat> that there is usually a difference between the two numbers but 10,000 active daily users amazing is cr- tremendous yeah. and then we have to give the flip side which ties into what you were saying your speculation 10,000 people for a game is nothing daily I mean, that's nothing. So the growth potential, I mean, this thing could be 100,000 by, you know, who knows when, but 100,000, we could be having this conversation, say there's 100,000 daily users and still make the same statement for a game. That's not a lot of users.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you put it like something like Farmville or Call of Duty or something like that. Like there's millions and millions and millions of people a day. Yeah. So the growth potential for this stuff. And I think things like Axie Infinity are helping. Um, Splinterlands is its, its own little thing and it's it's definitely on people's radar I, I, I hope people listening to this take a good look at Splinterlands even if you don't know the game even if you you know like the cards game the card games go over your head they go over my head too I mean these people are completely skilled and they know exactly what they're doing and just look at it from the potential of being at something at the beginning because, like mm-hmm. you said, if this stuff, this blockchain-based gaming stuff, takes off, and now you have a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, a million active daily users, what do you think is going to happen to the price of the uh, the assets you got?
1: Yeah, what's that gold file card worth then? I mean, yeah. it's you know uh, how many people will want it? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I, I I have the same situation with Exo. I mean, that's that's a different game. Lot further behind. I have a pretty good standing in it, I think, from what I own. Even though I'm like you, I have no idea what the hell I own. Yeah. I don't I know. know what the hell these cards do, um, but I'm speculating. I'm holding, and I put 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 a bunch of money into it. And I, I like the game. I like the concept. I like what the developer said. We'll see if he can pull it off. And um, you know, it, it's just that's where you look at all of these things. And, and I had money to put in, you had money to put in fine. But if you don't have money to put in, you can still get ahead in like Splinterlands. We'll use that as an example yeah. by playing the damn play game.
0: The game. Yeah.
1: You play the game, you get some success. You get some cards from what I understand. You learn some strategy, you pay attention and, you know, you start doing better and maybe you rent a, a card or two or something that gives you more power. And, you know, you keep working your way up the scale
0: yeah, that's, that's the way to do it. And you, you build your packs that way. Uh, You do your daily quests, you get your rewards cards, you can play the game, you earn some DC and that's just, you know, the tip of the iceberg when it comes to something like splinterlands, like, so again, it's
1: it's the tip of the iceberg when it comes to Hive. I mean, there was a, there was a, a tweet on, on Twitter. Well, course it's on twitter (laughs) where else would there be a tweet be (laughs) but there was a poll on twitter and uh it asks are you a hive maximalist
0: yes 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 hive blocks put it out yeah
1: hive blocks okay i forget who did it and you know i i don't consider myself a hive maximalist because i believe they're you know we're going to need all this bandwidth. There's a lot of great projects out there. I think Cardano is going to be successful. I think Ethereum has its place. Bitcoin, I think, is a store of value. BSC, if, if they don't get shut down, they'll be okay. Um, you know, But I'm getting to the point now. Yeah, I know there's other things out there, but it's like with Cup Finance. I don't look at mm-hmm. any other DeFi because fuck Cup Finance gives me all I need. Mm-hmm. You know, now I if I need a stable coin, I got HBD. I don't need to worry about Tether USDC no, or no, any of no, the no. stuff I got. And it's like if I just sit on hive long enough, there will be, I mean, the opportunities just keep growing and growing and growing. I mean, there's more opportunities than I have resources. Even if I pulled in some fiat, I still don't have enough resources for all the opportunities. Yeah, I could get involved and start going buying Splitterlands cards, but you know, I could also start going and buying more, you know, Leo or more Cub Finance or more HBD or more CTP or nice, nice update by the way on the CTP. I tip my hand on that. Uh, you know, all this other stuff. That's what it's about and now that I mention it, why don't you give a run through on your post there and the some of the big announcements or some of the big plans with CTP?
0: Yeah I mean the the, the big thing is um, when when we got started CTP, we were pretty you know new and um, tokenomics was kind of this thing it was this word that we had no idea about but the further we got through it, the further we've been developing this thing we've realized that you know supply and demand is is pretty important and if you've got too much supply with not enough demand bad things happen so one of the things we decided to do over the next you know year calendar year for 2021 was to bring down the supply of the ctp miner so we've been burning about 25000 ctp miners every couple of months I sped that up a little bit over the past week. So we've done 50,000. We've burned 50,000 miners. So there's only 69,000 of these things left uh, that we can put out for sale. And it'll probably decrease again by another 25,000, maybe even 50,000, depending on, again, the demand. So we want to keep the market, the people that own these things, we want to keep it exclusive for them. So if you have it, if you're thinking of buying it, you know, this was good news uh so that was the big thing on on the the token side of things uh we we've developed um the 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 other thing that comes up a lot is and this is funny because people should know me by now like i'm all about use case but the the question that comes up is like What's the use case of CTP? Like it's it's like a broken record. It's like you, you guys like think I would create something without a use case. No, the CTP token is completely integrated into all of our payment processors. Uh, people can go to ClickTrack Profit. They can buy uh, the, the 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 programs we offer, the services we offer using CTP with our in-house payment processor, which was Hive Pay, but also Fire Pay, which was our, you know the the predecessor, the predecessor to, uh, to, to, to HivePay. So, but it's not only us. We've got it where anyone that has FirePay and eventually HivePay can just stick this code into their website and start accepting CTP tokens as well as other Hive Engine tokens, but CTP specifically on our side of things. So the, the, the process is this cycle of life, because again, going back to what we originally said, One of the things you're taught as an online business from the get-go is that you need to be creating content and building your brand. This is what you got to do no matter what. Most of the times people get shoved into social media they get shoved into creating a WordPress blog. We're saying come to Hive and more specifically CTP Talk start building your brand, plug it into a community, but you're going to get rewarded in this funky little thing called CTP token. You can then take that CTP token. And we had, I think at one time, 75 different merchants inside of our community that were accepting CTP tokens. So the, the idea was, the, the big use case for CTP was that most people jump into this. They don't know what they're doing, but they know they need to create content. So you plug into a community, you plug into people that will support you, Not only are you building your brand and building your following, but you're also getting rewarded where you can take these rewards and spend them in the market where people actually accept this token. And now Mm -hmm. nothing's really coming out of pocket. You're building your brand, building your business, building your following at the same time getting paid to do it. This is a a big win, we think, for online business, because most times in online business, you could go years without even getting a comment on your blog. You don't need to worry Mm -hmm. about that. You just plug into CTP, you plug into Hive, instant comments. Not only that, but you're going to win too with some rewards. So the big update was just to remind people what CTP token does. It's not a vanity token. It's not just there to look pretty people actually every single month take their CTP and spend it with us. They spend it with merchants. They, they buy their marketing tools, resources, products, services with this token. So I think it was more of an educational um, post was just to remind people why CTP is there. It's not just, Oh, look, the CTP token on venture. There's actual use case for it. And it's just the tip of the iceberg for what we're going to do with it. Cause it's going to be integrated into CTP. We're going to gamify education, blockchain education where people are rewarded in CTP tokens for, for completing different tasks. It'll be verified on the blockchain that they've completed the tasks, et cetera, et cetera. So we're, we're integrating it in everything that we're doing. So that was the, that was the update. It was more of a reminder that uh, we're around and we're not just, mm-hmm. yeah
1: sometimes you got to remind people
0: yeah man yeah now next question
1: what have you bantered about with the latest feature recurring payments have you made any headway with that (laughs) toyed around with it at all
0: blaine blaine has been patiently um suggesting to the the hive engine witnesses that this be a priority because currently it's not you can't really do it with hive engine you no, can do you, it, can't. you can do it on layer 1 but yes. you can't do it on the hive engine stuff so blaine has been you know while i'm sitting here dancing on camera blaine is always in the background working on stuff and he's he's in with all the witnesses on hive engine because they all talk in mm-hmm. hive engine witness talk i have no idea what they're saying it's usually some type of foreign language um but He's been saying, guys, we need this. This is something that will be a huge win. Let's push for this. So it's still an uphill battle because, again, a lot of times these blockchain witnesses, I'm not saying they're not business people, but they're not looking at it from an entrepreneurial lens. Yeah, They're looking at it like, this is cool tech and I can do stuff with it, so I'm going to do it. They're not thinking like, okay, how can we turn this into a business how can businesses be attracted to this and that's the that's the the battle is for blaine to continue to push this inside of the discord for high mention so we're working on it for sure because we think it'd be a no-brainer you know so
1: of course i like the recurring payment with the hbd yes if that's pegged with the recurrent payment, I think that's a winning formula.
0: Yeah, and we see we can do all this already with hive pay. I mean, all this stuff when it's on layer one, no problem, no problem at all. Um, it's the, the hive engine stuff that's the, the issue.
1: High hive engine stuff's still gonna encounter the same thing where I'd still I think recurrent payment with HBD is more appealing than with hive.
0: Yeah, because oh, hive
1: yeah. you have the volatility, you know, yep. it's speculation. HBD is a peg, it's like okay. Me as a consumer and you as a merchant, both of us would feel more comfortable with me set up a recurring payment of five HBD every month, Absolutely. because then you know it's five bucks a month, roughly. I mean, it may fluctuate five cents either way, but right. I know I'm paying five bucks, you know you're getting five bucks.
0: Yep. And that's but that's uh, big for for online entrepreneurs because that is the the foundation for your business. People are always yeah. like, just like you said, like, oh, you know, the big salesman can do a big sale every six months. Well, that's not a business. Uh, the business is the recurring subscriptions each and every month, where you know that you're going to get this every month, and you can adjust your plans accordingly. So, yeah, you you have an HBD peg where you're getting five bucks, ten bucks, twenty bucks a month from customers. Now you're building something, right? And that's mm-hmm. where I think big potential is. So that's good to go. I mean, the, the, you know, that's in hive pay, no problem. It's just the, the hive engine stuff is tougher. So yeah.
1: Now did you put put that in in hive pay? Yeah, it
0: should be should be in there, good to go. So people can it's because it's, it's all blockchain based, right? Like it's right on the it's right on the, the code. So uh, we just did a little edit, kicked it, did some things, put a little lipstick on it it's good to go so there you go speaking of blaine jones he just showed up so there you go <laughs> he, just, he just showed up hi blaine how you doing welcome so yeah man well that, um, that
1: that's good that uh you know we have these features on blockchain we need to utilize them yep and yeah. the peg seems to be holding so i think that with the recurring payments opens up a, a huge avenue
0: yeah Yeah. And and again, like I said, like it's that's what's very attractive to entrepreneurs, that ability to know that you're going to get a buck every month, to know you're going to get five bucks every month. You do that, you build, it's it's much solider foundation than, you know, just like you said, if it's, if it's, if you're trying to get Hive or CTP for that matter, each and every month, the price goes up and down, but a peg, you know what it is, right?
1: Yeah. And if the price goes up, then I'm giving too much money. And if the price goes down, then I might not have enough there to, you you might close me out that month because, yeah. you know, last month it took twenty five, uh, but this month it takes fifty because yep. the price went down fifty percent. It's like I only got forty in my account. Yep. Yeah, so
0: that's what it is. So, uh, yeah, it's exciting, man. Uh, and again, I think the the big thing is 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 when you think like an entrepreneur, you see these things and you're like, oh my gosh, let's get it done. But then you run into a little bit of friction from people that might not necessarily think as an entrepreneur, they're more like, Oh, I can make things go bleep and blop on a computer screen. Yeah. Entrepreneurs go, okay. Yeah. You can do all that, but let's, let's keep it going folks. <laughs> you know, let's, let's start building more things. So
1: yeah, there's, there's a use case that people can pick up and run. Yeah, with.
0: yeah exactly.
1: Any, so, any, uh, any news you could share, any big plans for CTP that you've, kept in your back pocket that you want to un- unleash?
0: Well, I mean, the, the big thing is once I get done this, uh, this crazy traveling, uh, I feel like a, a, a hobo living off of people's couches and stuff right now, <laughs> but I'm back home in about a week and a half. Uh, so after that it, it's game on for me, uh, Blaine, I think has got three weeks off or something like that coming up here. So we're just going to be pushing hard, man. We're going to, we're going to get a lot of things out and, pushed out and it's it sucks it's life things happen but the important thing we're doing full circle here again is you keep showing up and mm-hmm. you keep taking taking swings and it's not you know it's not guaranteed that you're going to knock it out of the park every day but you you just if things happen in life you get you get thrown curveballs you just got to adjust you you got to mm-hmm. just keep swinging and um you know, that's what's so cool about this. Oh, I guess the big news that we saw, this is the first thing I sent to Blaine yesterday. Uh, Dappler is for sale. Um, mm-hmm. And um, it, it reminded me, even if, you know, Dappler is, is really cool. I, I like it. But and C is good, too. But we can do all this stuff. Like, you can do it all mobile now. You know, you, you don't have to be stuck behind a desk to create content, to engage with content, like get out there, folks, take, take the swings. Don't, don't sit back and, and wait for Elon to tweet again. Like just get out there and continue to create and good things will happen.
1: Yeah. And I mean, whatever Elon's going to tweet is going to piss you off anyway. So who cares? Exactly. 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 You know, and he's got less credibility now than John McAfee. And McAfee's been dead a month. (laughs) I mean, why anybody pays attention to... And I'm a big Elon Musk fan. Mm. I I own Tesla stock. I've Mm. done very well with Tesla stock. I love this guy's vision. But when it comes to crypto, who gives a crap? You know, if he talked about cooking, I wouldn't pay any attention to that either. Now, he may be a great cook. I don't know, but uh, I don't care. Yeah. Now, if he talks about electric vehicles, I'll pay attention. Rockets, I'll pay attention. Crypto, who cares? The guy's I, a clown when it comes to that. I'll,
0: I'll, tell, I'll tell you that. I've been, I've been out in Vancouver now for a little over a week. Let me just say that uh, a Tesla is doing very well in Vancouver. It's basically every second or third car you see out here is a Tesla. So that's why your stock is doing really good, because of the beautiful city of Vancouver, British Columbia.
1: So, <laughs> yeah, well, and, you know, you, you guys aren't too far from California, so they just send them up the coast there. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know why people put uh, much emphasis, like we've talked about the crypto influencers.
0: Yeah, the yeah.
1: People on YouTube, okay, they're not Elon Musk, but those people who talk about it, Tweet don't about live it. it. Exactly. Don't live it. Who cares what the hell they say? Right. You get somebody who's on Hive. You get somebody who's using this stuff. You get somebody who's building a business around this stuff. Pay attention to them because they understand what's going on. They're in there each day doing it to whatever degree.
0: Exactly.
1: And those are the ones who usually like they call me Dan. We had him on a couple of weeks back. Do you think Dan really gives a crap about the price of crypto these days? Yeah, no. He's too busy going around doing interviews and getting with the development team, him and Matt, and, and, you know, building this platform that they're going to change the world, in their Mm. opinion. Uh, The price of crypto really doesn't matter to him. Now, Mm. I mean, I'm sure, you know, if you talk about a red day and you want to see some numbers go down, I'm sure Dan's account has some pretty, pretty big numbers going down compared to mine, but. I don't think he cares any more than I do.
0: No, no, he's in the long run, and this is why you need that vision. You need, you need, you need the three to five year vision in this stuff. Like, don't, don't play the day to day game because you'll go crazy. And that's what we hope we're bringing across here on Crypto Maniacs. Um, there, yeah, there,
1: there's, there's, sure. there's, there's an analogy that I want to throw out there. If you look at an Amazon stock chart. How would you like to had Amazon stock in 1998 when it was like 12 bucks? Mm -hmm. Amazon, I haven't even checked it lately. last I know was like 3,300 and that probably is even higher than that now. I mean, that's a healthy return. But here's the question. Amazon went up from 12 bucks to about 100 bucks and then dropped into single digits during the dot-com bust. The question is if you got Amazon at 12 bucks would you still be holding it at 3400 right. bucks or would you have been got would you've gotten scared out would you've gotten fudded out would you have gotten too nervous and said oh my god this company's not going anywhere you know it, it's yeah it's easy to say oh, i wish i got amazon at 12 bucks but would you have held it mm-hmm. well yeah i wish i got it in bitcoin at 10 bucks but would you have held it well, that's now, here's, now yeah. here's the time to prove that you're going to hold it. It, it what? Remember when on Twitter it was – um, well, what the fuck was everybody talking about? Oh, the the, the steel hands?
0: Yeah, steel diamond hands? hands, diamond hands. Diamond, diamond hands. hands, diamond <clears> hands. <throat> All
1: right. It's easy to have diamond hands in a bull market. Oh, yeah. It's easy to have diamond hands when everything's going up. Can you have diamond hands when things are collapsing?
0: Yeah, you, you notice how that's gone silent you know the diamond hands thing has gone silent the laser eyes in the, in the pictures of you know people are all followers man <laughs> it's the everyone says they're in it to win it a lot easier said than done yeah
1: you, um, you know john i think we are looking at the reason why there are so few successful people in life in general I think we're just looking at it and we are getting a strong example of how people talk a great game. They talk about wanting something. They talk yeah. about wanting to be into something. They talk about the opportunities and being ready to take advantage of the opportunities. But when the rubber meets the road, they don't have what it takes to do. it. Yeah. Only a certain people get in there and like you said, show up, keep swinging. Hold through the rough times, you know, persevere and keep doing what needs to be done to get to that end point and not say, oh, my God, the emotions, all this stuff's coming up. I'm scared. Oh, my God, bad things are happening. Oh, Janet Yellen and, and the Chinese, they ignore all that. And I think very few people can do that. I think they just get wrapped up into, you know, what's happening this week or this month And they're not looking long-term and they're not willing to say, you know what, I'm going to become a crypto multi-millionaire no matter what. And if I have to do it 0.001 hive at a time and 0.01 BSV or Bcash, whatever's on noise cash at a time, Mm -hmm. whether I have to go and do faucets 24-7 to get a little bit of crypto, whatever I need to do, I'm going to do to become a crypto millionaire.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. How many people
1: have that attitude? I'm going to become a huge, raging success on I. I am going to start an online business, and I'm never going to have to work an office job again. Yeah. I wasn't going to say I never have to work a day in my life because you're going to have to work your ass off. But yeah. I'll never have to work a nine to five. I am going to be successful. How many people have that attitude?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a mindset, and it's and it's a, an attitude towards the approach and how you keep showing up taking swings and most people say well i'm going to strike out what's the point of taking a swing that's the wrong mindset so speaking of um showing up uh let you guys know that uh, this is obviously the first episode of cryptomaniacs this week we have another one coming up on friday That is our glorious Q&A session. So how we operate it is we look for your questions. We post it on Hive, on CTP chat specifically, and we get your feedback, your questions, your your comments, your suggestions, whatever you want to discuss, and we bring it out there for everyone on Cryptomaniacs. So stay tuned for that. Obviously, uh, next episode coming up will be the Q&A session, but more importantly, uh, come and ask those questions so that we can uh, we can discuss what's on your mind, especially in these crazy red days. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. That's Task. I'm John Go. Uh, we will be back on Friday for your uh, crypto pleasure. That sounded really creepy, but you guys have a great <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a great week, and we'll see you on Friday.
1: Thanks for listening to the Cryptomaniacs podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show and look forward to hanging out with you again next week.